Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, or welcome to another episode of Warden's Wisdom. I'm your host, Jimmy Warden. On today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about emotional regulation. So if you ever find yourself in any circumstances where your emotions are feeling quite dysregulated, then this is the episode for you to ensure that you have an ad-free experience throughout the content of the podcast. We'll just take a quick moment to hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll get right into it. Do you ever find your emotions feeling irregular to the point where things just feel off or maybe so much that you feel extreme amounts of difficult emotions? If so, you're not the only one. Everyone feels that way at one point or another. Unfortunately, that's just a part of life. The most important point is that you recognize when it's happening because when you recognize that, you can do something about it. You can feel regulated once again. Recognizing your emotions is the first step in emotional regulation. Rather than acting from impulse, aka your reptilian brain, aka fight or flight, you can act using your medial prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain that's responsible for making decisions. Once you recognize that you are emotionally dysregulated, you can take action in several different ways to return you back to your normal state. The action you take will be dependent on the severity of the dysregulation. For example, if you find yourself getting agitated at something someone said to you, then a few deep breaths or a long pause should suffice so you can respond with something rational versus something barbaric. If this occurs during a conversation, you can make the choice to take a break from the topic at hand in order to cool off, collect your thoughts, and come back to open to listening instead of allowing your ego to take control just to win the argument. If the anger is coming from a deeper place, meaning that it is something that is bothering you consistently over time, or it's bothering you for a reason that requires thought because you don't know the reason, then some other strategies can be put into play. The first strategy that you could implement is simply taking a walk. Take a walk alone with no devices. I say no devices so that you can focus your attention on the problem or problems at hand. It's going to require some deep thought, so it's best to not have distractions. The main question to ask is, why? Why is it that problem is bothering me? Am I really being bothered by something from my past? Is it bothering me because it worries me about the future? This type of questioning can be thought of as meditating on a problem, which can be another strategy in itself. It is important to meditate on problems. Meditating on problems can help us gain some insight and clarity in regards to the problems that are bothering us. Meditating on the problem or problems allows thoughts and feelings to bubble up from our subconscious into our conscious stream of thought. These bubbling thoughts and feelings are often ideas that we haven't truly had because they haven't been at the forefront of our minds. They have been suppressed into our subconscious. It is this questioning technique that allows us to truly dig deep and get at the root of our problems. In order to use this strategy effectively, I highly recommend asking these questions in the second person. For example, why did you get so upset about what that person said, rather than why did I get so upset about what that person said? Questioning in the second person will help you access your subconscious, rather than your cumbersome ego. I also think it is beneficial for people to engage in other types of meditation in addition to thinking meditatively. 
Another strategy that can help you with emotional regulation is traditional meditation. Meditation sometimes gets brushed off to the side because people imagine Buddhists in a monastery somewhere singing Om. The real concept of meditation is the ability to be still. Be still with your body and mind. If that stillness breaks in the mind and it's recognized and the mind is brought back to stillness, congratulations, you're on your way to becoming a monk. Just kidding. In all seriousness, however, this takes a lot of practice. It's helpful to sit in a quiet place, take six to ten deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth, slowly. When you feel your heart rate start to slow down, don't be afraid to close your eyes. Let your breathing return back to normal. Let your mind focus its attention on one thing and one thing only. Try feeling the weight of your body sitting in your chair or on your floor. Once you feel centered, try to listen to the sounds around you. No need to figure out what they are, just listen and hear the sounds. Next, bring your focus back to your breath. Feel your stomach and chest expand as you breathe in through your nose. And feel it drop as you exhale. For beginners, continue this for about five minutes and then bring yourself back into the space around you by slowly visualizing its various parts. Then, ground yourself by feeling the weight of gravity pressing you down on the chair or surface beneath you. Become acclimated with any sounds or smells, then gently open your eyes. For more advanced meditators, try for 10 to 20 minutes. If you're looking for a great place to start with meditation, you could use some guided meditations by checking out the Headspace app for iPhones and Androids. You can also check out the Calm app, but I personally prefer Headspace. Meditation has helped me a great deal with my emotional regulation and being able to recognize challenging emotions. Just because of the fact that I'm practicing every day and I'm able to then apply it to the situations in which I find myself feeling dysregulated. Oftentimes when we experience these challenging emotions, such as fear and anxiety, it is because we are either playing scenarios from the past or the future in our heads and those scenarios that play out usually result in a negative outcome. Another reason why we often experience challenging emotions during challenging times is because it doesn't match up to the ideal image that we had of how the event was going to play out. A lot of it is due to the fact that we think history will repeat itself. In the world around us, it does have that tendency, but the best thing about all of this is that we can change our own trajectory. So go for a walk, Meditate on questions or concerns. Meditate for peace of mind. And just remember that you'll get through whatever problems that you have because you've gotten through difficult problems before. So go for a walk or find some time to meditate. Get back the state of mind you need to enjoy your life. Believe me that 5 to 20 minutes, whatever it might be, will be worth your time and more importantly, improve your well-being. So thanks for taking some time out of your day today, folks, to listen to this podcast on emotional regulation. I really appreciate it. I hope you also were able to take away a couple of practical pieces of wisdom that you can apply in your own life to help you feel more emotionally regulated throughout your day and a way or a couple of ways that you can achieve that emotional regulation that you're looking for when you're experiencing those challenging emotions such as fear or anxiety. Now, if this podcast resonated with you, please feel free to share it with somebody that you think it will also resonate with. That's a great way to support our podcast. 
another way to support us is to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you receive your podcasts. Uh, Another way is to leave us a positive review on any of those platforms that I just mentioned. Um, That is another fantastic way that you can help to support us. So thank you again for all of your support thus far, tuning in on this specific episode, and looking forward to seeing you next time.